Guess the voice break counter, by the way. <laughs> so many. We get so I'm, dehydrated I'm, and then it's just... Oh, yeah. I brought my water bottle. It's game over. That is huge, by the way. It's the best thing ever. What? What is that? It's like a Stanley tube. If I say um, I'm going to fill up my... No, sorry. If I say Tumblr, yeah. what do you think when I say um, the word Tumblr? When you say the word... It's like pretty girl on the beach, long blonde hair. See, I <laughs> thought that, but... A tumbler is actually a different type of water bottle. Something oh. similar to that. Really? Because wow. I, I was working with a woman the other day and she's, I said, oh, that's a really cool water bottle. And she got offended. She was like, excuse me? Really? So that's my tumbler. <laughs> it was just Have you seen a- the meme of the guy like he grabs a bin and he's like girls with their water bottle? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, grabs a bin. yeah that yeah, is massive. Do you have to have like a different type of cup holder in your, no, in your it's, cup? It's perfect. Oh. This thing. They've designed that like that. That's genious. Yeah, I respect so it. Surely that's... That, Weighs you down a bit throughout the day. Uh, no, it doesn't. I drink three lit- three of those because at one litre. Wow. See, I get roasted all the time because <laughs> I just carry one of yeah. these around. And That's I should, a boy thing. I, it is definitely a boy thing. I should be better, <laughs> but I've got two of them, actually. <laughs> Are they out of the frame? I filled up a prime bottle. That's fine. That's fine. Anyway, that's yeah. going to be the start of the show. Yeah, yeah we'll introduce So, um... Welcome back to the Pants and Dads podcast. Um, we're here. We're in a disclosed location. We won't tell you. Um, but we've got another guest on, Ev. We do. Because audio listeners, they don't know what's happening right now. They think it's just you and I. That's, well. Unless they read the title. Been talking. That's true as well, yeah. <laughs> um, we have Kia Buckley, potentially my long lost cousin. We have the oh. same last name. When I no. We do have the same, yeah, yeah, same last name. Spelled I like thought you guys were related. So wow. I posted on my story saying, oh, we're having Kia on the show, blah, blah, blah. And people were saying, how did I not know you had a cousin? How did I not know she was your cousin? And I say, don't know, bro. We don't probably know. are. Thought we were closer than that. But I, I think there's a, quite a few Buckleys out there. Now. There really? Is, there I've is. never only, I've only known Nathan Buckley. That's the only other Buckley I've heard of. Who's na- Are you talking about the footy player? The footy okay. player. Dill Buckley, the other podcaster. He, oh. he played footy as well. There's a couple. There's a couple. Maybe you're having cousins. the last name Buckley though. It's, I used to actually not be a fan. Really? But then as I've gotten older... I've embraced it, but also my mates refer to me as Buckley. I feel like that doesn't happen with girls, does it? No one calls you Bucks. I used to be called Bucks and I hated it. You used to play footy? Yeah, that's... That's Wow, we're learning things. Yeah, high level. We should introduce you. Yeah. What you do, so... Kia Buckley. Kia Buckley, you own a gym brand, I guess, like clothing brand um, called Kakiva. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah, you are. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone Um, always is like, oh, at the start, but yeah, Kakiva. Confidence. Nah. um, But yeah, do you want to tell the people a little bit about what you do? So hi guys, my name's Kia and um, I own a sustainable activewear brand here in Perth. I'm 21. I'm from Esperance, a small town down south. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that. Neither. There you yeah. Go. I moved Learning. up on my own when I was 15 um, to pers- pursue my footy career. And then that didn't work out for me. And so that's what got me into my, yeah, my business now. That's actually really interesting. Crazy, so you yeah. left Esperance to pursue yeah. AFL footy. Yep. Which at the time, six years ago. Four. Four years ago, yeah. was AFL Women's it was established? Ju- it was just taking off, mm. and like, I'm anyone that knows me personally, I'm an extremely competitive and sporty person. Mm. And I um, come up for one weekend when I was in year 11, and I played a footy game, and there was like, happened to be state scouts watching. They're like, oh, who's this girl? You know, called my dad, and he's just, they were like, if you move, we'll put her in the state team. Dad called me next day. He goes, you're moving. And I was like, all right. And then I moved my whole life on my own. Yeah. On my own. 
I worked three jobs. No, that's that's unprofessional. <laughs> no, it's fine. It happens. It happens. I was in a Probably meeting the other day. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, sorry yeah. for that. No, um, it's fine. I might put mine on charge um, thing too. Um, now I lost my train of thought. I yeah moved up and then I've been living alone ever since. And I pursued footy. Yeah. And then I just ended up not really enjoying it. It can be a very um, clicky community. And then that led me into starting my own brand. And honestly, everything happens for a reason. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm. Yeah, now I'm full-time and I've fully employed my mom. And yeah. That so. is really crazy. I did not expect that. No I, did, I had not, not even heard of that, that you played yeah. footy. What position did you play? I was a key forward. I was going to say, because you are quite tall. Yeah, how yeah. tall are you? Oh, I don't know. 170 centimetres maybe? Oh, that's not even that crazy tall. Uh, f- five, Am I? Like, like I don't even five. know. I'm like around there. Well, six foot's 183. 5'8", 5'9", so. five, five, something yeah. like that. Mm. But you're uh, just clunking him in the forward line. Yeah, like, I, love that. I well, <laughs> I used to, like, take it so seriously. Well, I played for Subiaco and then I also played State. And mm. then, um, yeah, it just, I dislocated my shoulder twice and then... Did you get popped in right, like when yep. you did it as well? Yeah, worst ever. And then mm, a few pain. things happened around, and then I was like, you know, I'm just going to give it a break and pursue my business. And honestly, it was just amazing. I'm so mm. glad I did that. So, yeah. obviously, you went through high school in Esperance as well? Yeah, and then I moved in year 11 okay. to Perth. Yeah. yeah. So what school did you go to for uh, year 12? Um, I went to Kent Street. Don't know if you guys oh, yeah. It's just like a yeah, small like, school. Mm. Um, when I moved up, I moved like in the Vic Park area. I didn't even know. I had been to Perth twice before I had moved up into the city on my own. I just went to like the nearest school. Honestly, I did not make any friends there. I just went to school and then played footy. So you said you live with you live by yourself? Yeah. So I lived with my brother to start with and then they moved back home. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm not moving home. Like, I love it here, you know. Um, Moved into a rental room at 16. I worked three jobs, dominoes, cleaning and umpiring. And I just financed myself. I come from a really big family of 12, so my parents were just not in a financial position to support me, which honestly I'm so grateful for that because I work so freaking hard. Mm. And I've learned the, you know, the value of money. Yeah. yeah. I always think like in big families, like – can't speak for yours but you mm. see some kids who thrive with like no support and they say like mm. no one's going to do anything for me i've mm-hmm. got to get it done myself and then others who like yeah really desire that support but you're obviously one of those people who thought anything Definitely. that's going to get done it's yeah. going to be because of me yeah i used to like ride my moped i had a little moped in Perth. <laughs> i believe that i got stuck on the freeway one time and like i used to ride home on my bike at midnight from umpiring like I don't know I just thought it was just like so normal but then I look back at it I'm like oh my god I would never let my child do that but did you do ATAR? No I dropped out yeah in year 12 um in halfway through year 11 I was just finding it too hard like I'm going home and your mum has a cooked meal like I'd go home and I have to do everything myself And like on top yeah. of ATAR, it was just so mentally draining. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. ATAR was cooked. I failed that. Shit. Like literally failed so bad. Honestly, they push it so much. And honestly, you do not need it unless you want to become like a doctor or like something that you need ATAR. I still went to uni. Yeah, I'm, I'm at uni now and I've yeah. failed. I was, uh, yeah, I, honestly, if, I mean, I shouldn't say well, don't you, go to uni, but. Yeah, yeah, well, you did ATAR, failed, went to uni. Yeah. I did one ATAR, so it didn't even count. Mm. And I went to uni and I've graduated yeah. since. Like, Literally. it's it's such Everyone a. Does. It's such a stressful pathway mm-hmm. for kids who, so. like, 
I was an awful student in terms like the way I would write and just learn. But then mm. once I got to uni, I really knuckled down. I was a bit mm. more mature and I learned how to write. And I just mm. was a, a lot more street smart as well. And yeah. that helped me. I feel so like much. people aren't mature in you. I'm not going to speak for everyone, I should yeah. say, but for myself, I was nowhere near the same person as I was when I started same. uni. Same. When I look back, I'm like, oh my God, I've learned so much or just like everything. That's the, If you don't look back at yourself and like cringe at yourself, yeah. I feel like then you're doing something wrong. Literally. Because um, I look back at even just like two years ago, I'm like, Damn, what an idiot. Yeah, I know, right? I'm the same. My first ever collection I did with my business, I was like, I can't believe I even did that. I was like, that's embarrassing. There's just so much growth. So, yeah. You mentioned you have a family of 12. Yeah. So, 10 siblings, I presume. Yeah. Oh, so mum and dad, and then I've got 10 kids. I don't have 10 kids. (laughs) 21, 10 kids. Not happening. Something's going wrong. (laughs) And I have nine brothers and sisters. That's true. What was that like growing up, obviously, with... Having so many siblings, whereabouts do you so, do you middle? Or? Yeah, I got three underneath me, six above me. Wait, okay. does that make sense? What, yeah. Who's who's the? Oh, sorry, what's the eldest age? Oldest is thirty-two, the and the youngest is sixteen. Wow. Okay. And you're, so you're 21. All relatively. I'm twenty-one. Same age. Are you yeah. guys close now still or not? Well, thing is, I moved at such a young age, so I didn't. I never really grew up with my my little sisters. You know, you don't really remember from like five and stuff. Mm, yeah, so like, okay. I definitely got distance to like my siblings um, living up here. But I'm say we're all pretty close. Like my mum's my best friend. My dad's my best friend. I'm my sister now lives with me. Like. Yeah, I'm pretty close with them, I'd say. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's nice. Obviously, you live in Perth now, but are mm-hmm. you? do you ever go back to Esperance, firstly? Or no? Sorry, I have this like weird thing with it. I don't know. Like, I go back, but I can't go for long. Mm. Uh, I don't know, because like, I, I would say I wasn't the best version of myself when I lived there. And like going back, I'm like, I don't know. And also small town, it's like small town syndrome vibes. Mm. I don't know if yeah. you've heard of that. Well, yeah, we feel it in Perth because we're from here. Yeah, you would. So literally. this would feel like the big city to you. Type yeah, of like this, yeah, literally. When, right now, I'm like, oh, I would like even move away from Perth. Like I've been here now four years. I couldn't imagine growing up somewhere and, mm. you know, like you just know everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perth is. It's tiny and t- it's crazy. There's so many. There's like what two and a half million people in Perth. But you know everyone. Everyone I feel. knows everyone. Literally. Like, I feel like you're kind of blessed in the fact that maybe when you were in Esperance, you were like, why, why do I have to like grow up here? There's no one's really doing anything. It's so mm. small. Um, but then to only how far away is Esperance? Is it like it's eight, ten, eight, eight to ten hour drive. Yeah. So did so. Like, choosing to move to Perth, was that like, okay, this is where I can really do something for myself? Um, I actually didn't want to. I cried for the first month (laughs) and I was blaming my dad. You've ruined my life. All I cared about was drinking boys. I was literally like just every other teenager. I couldn't care less. Mm. I didn't want to. But then something just clicked in me and I'm like, I went back actually. You know, I flew down for a party. I flew yeah. down for a party. Yeah. When was that? Um, that was like six months into me living in the Perth. I had like real big FOMO. I seen all my friends going out, getting drunk. I was like, stuff, I'm going to fly home. So I flew home for a party. I got back to Perth. I was like, what am I doing? Like mm. here is just so much better. And the thing is like um, at the time I loved living in Esperance, but mm. it was honestly the biggest blessing in disguise. I would not be the person I am today if I didn't leave. Yeah, which is so interesting. Have a lot of your siblings 
left desperants? Um, yeah, majority of them have left or gone back or some still live there. It's at 50-50 at the moment. Yeah. But some people are made to just live in a small town. Yeah, like, of course. You know, they everyone, love it. Yeah. They don't want anything more from life than to yeah. be a part of that community. There's a sense of community there. Yeah. Um, and they just enjoy what that place mm. has to offer. And acknowledging that, I've definitely acknowledged that um, not everyone wants to live in a big city like I'm like how could you live there but it's like you know what they just don't want that and that's so okay like I went through a time where I was like how could you do like you know what I mean yeah but now I've just like grown up a bit and I've acknowledged you know what everyone wants different things in life so yeah yeah Yeah. so you said you left halfway through year 11 and that was mainly to support yourself yeah um oh no I I finished school you finished school so I finished school yeah and I worked three jobs around school, but my attendance was like 60%. Okay. So what, what was your school life? There's, there, no there's one. There's um, no what one. was the school life like being back up here? Obviously, you said you didn't know anyone and like you couldn't make friends yeah. or didn't make friends. My was whole it? mindset changed and I didn't go to school to make friends. I didn't go to school to anything but to get that certificate of graduation. I would sit. I was friends with the teachers. I was literally friends with the teachers. I would sit. I was like that person that would just sit alone and I'd actually walk home. My teachers were so good. They knew I lived alone and I'll just leave at lunchtime and they would would put a side eye to it. I just went there (laughs) simply to get that certificate and nothing else. And I think, yeah, I just skimmed past because I would never be at school because general was quite, um, I would say, easy in terms of like the workload for me going from ATAR. So, um, yeah, I just did it at home and worked all the other times, which is really bad. I don't recommend. (laughs) But... (laughs) So, yeah. School is such a small part of your life. And I you make know. it out to be the biggest thing ever. Literally. Like, yeah. It just isn't. Like Some of the most successful people of all time literally didn't even finish year 12. Like, literally. So. I couldn't agree with that any so much. Yeah. So what was that first idea or moment that sparked mm. like I, Kikiva could be a thing or yeah. like what made you even want to pursue Dude. anything like that? So my mum got sick about six years ago. Um, really, really bad. And... She couldn't work and it was money was really hard to come by. And I remember like saying to my friend, like, oh my God, it's my life goal to like financially just employ my mum, give her mm. the life she wants. And I remember I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do that if I'm working for someone else, right? And then at the time, I also couldn't afford much myself. I was obsessed with the gym. As I said, I was a very sporty person. And activewear is so expensive. It's like $150 for a pair of tights. Mm. I'm like, what the heck? So I was at school and I was doing a business course, like one of the general classes. And um, I did that as a topic. And I started researching and I found out that these brands, multi-million dollar brands, are buying leggings for, let's just say, this is an example, 15 bucks, selling it for 150 That just blew my mind. The profit margin's insane. Insane, right? And I'm like, okay, what if I could come out with my own brand, um, still the same quality, but sell it for half the price? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have a big profit margin, but imagine if I sold thousands and thousands of units. And then that's what I did. And then I told my story and everyone was like, oh my God. And it just blew up. Really supported you. Yeah, I remember, I think like when you messaged me to DJ mm. and then because I, like, I followed you and mm-hmm. then I was like I've just kind of been Watching I'm, not, I'm not a girl so I'm not buying yeah, yeah, no, fair stuff enough. but I'm sitting back and I'm like I just keep seeing you almost just like getting wins after wins literally it's and like it's so sick to see but then so when did you actually like establish Kikiva like the start 
Because you, oh, year yeah. 11, you were. So I here. registered my business in 2020. I think I've registered yep. my business name. I worked on it for almost two years. Every day after my part-time jobs, I saved up ten thousand dollars, which was literally like a million dollars to me back yeah, then. It's like a lot of that especially was, to reinvest it into yourself. And like I lived alone, like, and I literally just worked so much. I said, I'm just gonna give it a go. I did it. I sold out. Um, it was insane. And then after six months, we hit first six figures. And then it just kept on growing them. And then one year later, we hit seven figures. And now here, which is insane. Yeah. yeah that's elite. I think yeah. like active wear is such a big thing because whenever I go to the gym, mm-hmm. um, I always look around. And if I'm wearing Gymshark, for example, I, I love the brand. I love Gymshark. But mm-hmm. I look around and I think almost every bloke, I think there's potentially five blokes wearing the same t-shirt <laughs> as me. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the then worst. like the other 30 blokes that are in the gym are wearing the same brand. Yeah. Um, and like, I feel like that's where the gap in the market probably was for you. Mm-hmm. People are always looking for something fresh to support. And when there's a story mm. behind it mm. and someone they can... And like local. There's, yeah, there's mm. a... Your face and your personality and your yourself as a person is connected to the brand so much where mm-hmm. people just want to support you yeah. and want to hop on that. So it's just... It's insane to see. It's so weird. Like, I never, ever thought anything of it. Like, I was just like, I just want to do something. And the whole urge was, like, also to um, pay for everything for my mum because she needed, like, a lot of medical stuff. And and then also to be able to make girls feel so confident and people that couldn't afford it, like myself. Like, it was so frustrating. And that's kind of just, like, where it all came from. And I just, like, I just went for it. Like, Mm. I would change so much if I was to start another business of how yeah. much I've learnt. Yeah, we'll get into it. But then you it. wouldn't yeah. have learnt that. That's yeah, the thing. Not. Oh, fr- I've made the- some mistakes. <laughs> yeah. But I think if you speak to every business owner, yeah. they failed so many times before. Yeah. There were so many like mm. mess ups in the, in the process and that's how you learn and do better for potentially another business that you make in the future. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about like, because obviously you market Kikiva. Mm-hmm. Just from what I've seen, it's just strictly social media. Like you're not... Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, no, I think I might have saw. Did you did you have a billboard or am I tripping? No, I didn't. But I've done stuff similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so, but the whole brand is pretty much like it's you're the marketing. Like that's where yeah. it starts. It starts. Mm-hmm. It's like you, mm-hmm. you're you and the brand are like separate. But I think like you've found a really good balance with like the brand is you, but mm-hmm. you're it's also it's separate. Yeah. Identity. Was that something you planned or was it just that's the way it felt? Um, that's the way it fell, but I love what I do so much. I want to be the face of it. Yeah. Like I get goosebumps when girls, I went for a bike ride yesterday and me, my partner was b- a little bit behind me. I rode past a girl. She goes, oh, that's the Kikiva girl. And then Jake heard. So he's like, kill her. You know, like I love it. Like, and like, it's what I want to do. And I'm so, but there's comes downfalls with it. I've got to watch what I do so mm. carefully. I yeah. can't just go to the club and. You yeah, know, like, yeah. you know, you got to be really careful. Like, if I stuff up, it stuffs my business up mm. because I'm aligned to Kikiva. Yeah. So it's very, but um, I'm a very, when you put a face to a brand, people trust that. So they look at me and they can trust me that it's going to be good. To, whereas if Kikiva didn't have a face, it would be very hard to trust the brand. Mm. Yeah. It's also like people probably like you, your personality you as a person and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to support what she does. Yeah, like it it all interlinks together. And I think having my face as the brand has been the best decision. Yeah. yeah. 
What was that? You said you spoke about that little um, encounter with the girl on the bike. What yeah. was the first moment you describe us when you saw someone wearing? I remember your exactly. Clothes? So it was about six months down the track. Like my business wasn't taking off really at all, and I went to a footy game, and this girl in front of me was wearing a Kiva hoodie, and mm. I like. I freaked out. I went yeah. up to her. I was like, oh, my God, I like your hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. really say it much, but I see it every day. I see it at the gym now. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I went to Yochi last night. Girls are asking for photos. It's so <laughs> weird, man. Yeah. I'm like, really? Actually, funny story. I was with my mum, and my mum didn't believe me. I was like, mum, just letting you know. She gets very anxious. So I was like, mum, just letting you know people ask photos or looking or whatever. It's just because of Kikiva. They associate me with it, right? She goes, oh, yeah, Kia. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, five minutes, five, we get into Yochi, five minutes, this girl comes up to me, hey, can I take a photo with you? I'm like, yeah, sure. Even like, why do you want a photo? It's weird. And then mum, mum thought that the girl asked for mum to have a photo with her. And mum's like, oh, sorry, I don't need, I don't do photos. And I'm like, mum, mum, she's not asking you. It I mean, was literally the funniest thing. Your mum's been in your content though. So like yeah. maybe she'll, people will start asking yeah, her for photos. Yeah, she's so cute. Yeah. She knows, like, I love putting my life online and she knows it's a big part and she's a big part of my life. So She's recently definitely come on social media. But, yeah, so it's pretty cool. What's it called? Um, what are some of, like, the real biggest challenges you faced early doors? Because you just said your mm-hmm. business wasn't hitting the ground running straight mm-hmm. away. Yeah. What were some of the key challenges you faced early on? Um, so cash flow and tax and I think everything got to do with financials. So I got done with about a $25,000 tax bill at my first – six months of running Mm. my business because at the time I was um, in a full-time job. So I was making a salary. I had my business registered as a sole trader, not a company. Mm. So I was making, let's say 70,000. I'm just saying an example. And let's say I was making a hundred grand in that financial year. I've then gone to a tax bracket of 170,000. I'm now paying 42 cents to the dollar. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have cooked you. Not putting that money away because how on earth was a 18-year-old girl know that? Yeah, you just wouldn't know that. Wouldn't know. You don't learn that in school. Yeah. yeah. So then it comes around and I didn't have that money. Well, I did. Personally, I had to fork it out, not from my business it, and had to pay yeah. that. It doesn't even feel – when you get like that tax thing comes through, it doesn't mm. even feel like it's – Legit money. Like, it feels like you're paying – yeah. It, even though if it was coming out as it went, it wouldn't really feel Ew, like it. But yeah. when you have to outright, it's like even just if someone sends you mm-hmm. like a hundred bucks, but then two weeks later you, you got to send it back to them. It's like, yeah, literally. Like, this doesn't. Fi- this feels like I'm just paying you a hundred mm-hmm. bucks. It wasn't even yours in the first place. So twenty five grand, I can imagine, would just be. And like that was a lot in the first six months of business, and then I got an accountant. And then they were like, shit. And I was like, shit. And I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got we to switch this up. And I'm like, all right. So I changed over to a company, got my fully business, fully aligned properly. Um, and now ever since that, I'm very well on top of my finances and mm. will never let that happen again. So, mm. yeah, I put away about 40% of what I make now because that goes straight to the government. It's yeah, crazy. That's- Crazy taxes are crazy. That's why everyone moves to Dubai or Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put my headquarters there. Never pay a cent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's true. insane. Yeah. yeah. So from the start of your business, how long did it take you take for you to drop your other jobs and fully Ooh, yeah. commit to Kikiba? Um. So I at the beginning I knew Kikiba was what I was. I was like fully committed from the start. Like I was like, this is what I wanted to do. But in saying that, I did have a lot of doubt. I was mm. like, shit. I need to go back to uni. I actually went to and from uni twice. Um, I 
paused it, went back, paused it, went back because I was like, this isn't working what, out. What were sure. you studying? I was doing primary teaching, not oh, because yeah. I wanted to do it. It was just a backup. Backup's a decent job. And yeah. I, yeah, and I was just scared, you know? Yeah. Um, so, what, sorry, I've mixed what you said uh, again. <laughs> the, the, from the start yeah. to when you were able to drop your full-time yeah, job sorry. and other jobs. Yeah, so I went full-time about two months ago, but I should have gone full-time about six months earlier. I was nannying and I took into very consideration of that child child's childhood. And I think I did it very well because I switched over with my sister um, and I went down to like one day at the end of it. Um, and I also had um, Alexa, who's my PA, working for me whilst I was working my full-time job. So she was practically running the business, yeah. but I was waiting for that transition over. So it was about, I'd say, a year of running my business until I went full time. And then I also have a PA and now employ my mom. Did the pressure just instantly rise as soon as you like, well, okay, I'm fully committing to this. This is like my baby. If this doesn't work, I am unemployed. <laughs> what was yeah. it like? Fuck, I really um, have to like knuckle down. Well, I uh, know because I put a very businessy brain on and I have good accountants and mm. I saved up three times of my salary. To, so I'm secured for three years, basically. Yep. Um, so no, because I knew that my, I knew, and my business is growing so yeah. freaking much. Like I'm getting hundreds of yeah, orders. Even just, I just watching your, like just watching your stories on, on Instagram. I'm like, damn, like, it's, it's growing it's like, up crazy. Literally like I, if it wasn't, yeah. I would be like, yeah. I'm going back to work. Yeah. But um, no, because I know it's the right decision. And I always, always, and for any business owners out there, do not lead your business. Your business will lead you. Mm. So I went on the right time because my business was leading me to full time. Yeah. yeah. Was it, it's it, it's kind of just like organic growth now where it's like you're not actually, yeah. you're not having to do anything crazy to grow it. It's just kind of. Just I steadily don't, I don't even spend $1,000 on marketing. Yeah, well, you, that's, the, that's the thing it's with social you are, media. You, you are, are the marketer. Yeah, it's crazy. I've just um, employed, I've got a big mentor on marketing now. So we're going to be putting tens of thousand dollars a month into marketing. If I don't put even $1,000, imagine where 10000 is going to go. Yeah. So which is so exciting for the next six, eight months with this mentorship. Um, obviously, there's a lot in marketing and a lot I can learn and I don't know. So now I'm reaching out for professionals in that area. Yeah, people, so really, who, yeah. people who have done that for a long time. Yeah, so I'm really excited. How did you pick that mentor? Um, they work with a very, very successful brand in Perth, um, not Perth, in Australia, and I look up to them and I was like, this guy's marketing's genius. Mm. I'm very... I get complimented on my marketing quite a lot. Like I'm very, I've, I'm very strategic, and I was like, I want to know who's helping this person. Found it out, reached out to them. I was like, look, I've got this business. I think I can scale it to this amount a month. I just need to know your SMS, your Clevio. I need to know all your marketing strategies. There's so much around to it. Yeah. He's like, okay, and then he has a percentage of my business. But from what we can scale up to, I'm, I don't mind giving that to that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So mm. you mentioned you got a PA and your mum. Mm -hmm. They're the two people that work for you yeah. full-time? So Alexa, she's like four days a week and then my mum is like full-time, yeah. Yeah, okay. So do you are you planning on 
hiring more people? Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, you've mm-hmm. just signed with this marketing guy or whatever yep. for a percentage. So do you plan on bringing people in to pack orders and stuff? Or Yeah, so the marketing I just signed is a full-time position. So he worked for me full-time online. Um, and then I've got Alexa and then my mum. Definitely, like, as my business grows, I mean, we're already struggling as it is. My mum can't pack orders because she can't stand on – she's done her knees. So it's actually just Alexa and I at the moment. But it is manageable, but next year we'll definitely be looking to extend someone in the team, more like in the designing aspects. I'm not a designer, so I just have to guess. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I really want to know about sourcing because you said you were – we are just talking about growth a yep. bit earlier and how the fact that when we look at ourselves a couple of years ago, we were yep. embarrassed. <laughs> um, like, how has the sourcing changed from the start to now? And how did you even start to educate yourself into sourcing products, uh, sourcing products, sourcing samples, clothes, like samples, mm-hmm. and like how to know what was the... What was the good stuff yeah. and how many attempts that actually took you? Yeah, so I went through 70 manufacturers. I've spent over $50,000 on samples. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Because I said I'm never going to <laughs> sell something. It's not perfect. It's got my name on at the end of the day. People start Kikiva with Kia. And yeah. I was like, I'm not going to stop until I can get the best product out here. Um, I've definitely come a long way with manufacturers. I've just signed with three um, with really good MOQs, which is like a minimum order quantity. Mm-hmm. So the average one's about 1,000 pieces per color maybe mix four sizes yeah um and after sourcing i as soon as i found this manufacturer i'm like you're it i, I want <laughs> you let's put a contract because manufacturers will um disclose like would tell everyone who that you manufacture through them yeah so you need to get a contract in base because i don't want a single soul knowing who my manufacturers only because i don't want them to do the same sourcing as me because they're so good. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Uh, was there much differentiation between like um, what you wanted as a design and what they were already offering, like when you found them? Um, so like, did you change up what they had in place? So every manufacturer has a catalogue. <laughs> yeah. Which is like very simple, very simple designs. And then you can customise their um, catalogue items. So a manufacturer might um, specialise in seamless products. So I will send in my seamless design. I mean, like a pair of shorts can't get really that complicated. I of mean, course, all yeah. pair of shorts kind of look the same either way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think pockets, lengths, it's kind of all pretty the same. And then I'll send it into them and they'll send me a sample. So sometimes yes, sometimes no. Majority and almost everything of mine is customised. I probably have two pieces, which is just the general T-shirt that mm. was just off the catalogue because yeah. I don't need to change anything <laughs> yeah, about yeah, that. Um, but yeah, I do. I'm very picky um, with everything. Um, so I'll get a sample. It might ride up or not sit properly on the waist and I'll go and change that. So yeah. did you look for feedback from others or was it mainly like, I know what I like? Yeah. I know other people know that, or I know that other people like what I like as well. Yeah. I'm going to go that way. Or did you try and look for feedback from other people? So um, at the beginning for the first year, I just did everything that I liked and it was working because it was selling so well. Yeah. Then recently we're coming out with a whole new era of my business next year in January. And we have given it to five girls to test and try. We've actually made this fabric from scratch. So wow. it's insane. So no brand in the entire entire world will have this and I'll it'll be trademarked yeah and I've gone these girls to test it um, and then we'll interview them and 
Yeah, so I've just recently gone other people to test our products at the new um, collection. It's yeah. crazy how fast this is going, considering you started in 2020. It's like... I know, it's weird. You switched on. I think. <laughs> it's, my, it's momentum, bro. Yeah, it's like, like you, know, you said, it's you know win after win. Like you feel, oh, yeah. It seems like you have an idea of like what's next. Like you're not really just winging it anymore. Oh, no, no. It's like I've got you know what you're doing. strategies for everything. I posted, let me for example, I posted this video. I don't know if you guys seen, you can go look on my Instagram. I was going through all these shit samples we've had and I put in a good pair and I was like, oh, these are kind of nice comments swarming oh my god those shorts that you said are so nice everyone wants those shorts now mm. because i've showed shit things yeah. showed one good thing yeah. it's all marketing it's everything yeah, yeah. you do is marketing and yeah i know i feel like I, I do know what i'm doing now compared to a year ago yeah have you yeah. got um a lot of girls asked us about like there's like a scrunch bum or then there's like oh, a non yeah thing. yeah do you uh, so you guys have Scrunch bum, I'm pretty sure. Very, very controversial. Controversial is scrunch and non-scrunch. Yeah, so they were saying... What's the you, difference? Do you I'm guys... Sure. I think one makes your ass look better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so let me explain it to you. So you've got two type of girls or you've got the girl that's in between. I'm the girl that's in between. So we've got the gym girl or the Pilates girl. I don't know. You guys can disagree, but I've been in this industry for a while, so I know my, kind of my audience. So gym girl likes to show their glutes. We're doing gym workouts, yeah, yeah. bum workouts. Yep. You know those girls you see? Then we've got the the parties girls that are flowing like kind of chill vibes they don't like the scrunch but then you got the in between me i like parties and gym girl i wear both okay yeah. so if you're a gym girl you more go to just scrunch because you i mean you look so good in the scrunch is there a difference in a in the look and the feel or just the look both. or just the feel okay both scrunch can only be in a seamless material um, and if you would oh i mean it can be in the other material but i'm telling you it does nothing and looks so silly yeah but I, yeah I yeah, yeah. What, so some of the girls were. What were they actually asking? They were about just asking the for non. They scrunch. were saying, "Do you guys offer non-scrunch?" No. So this is the new era that we're coming out with. Oh. So at the moment, it's we only offering scrunch yeah. because it does incredible. I've sold over ten thousand pairs of leggings. Yeah, yeah. And then now I've wanted to come out with the best non-scrunch leggings. What I believe I have invented. So it's in the works. It's in the works. Get excited. And ladies. then the marketing lead up to that is going to be huge because. Um, I would say if anyone <coughs> asks about Kakiba, we're very iconic on our leggings. Like everyone said, they're very good. I don't know if you've seen that interview. I've seen I've seen a couple of like, people yeah. in the gym wearing them. Well, I, I I looked before firstly at who follows you, mm-hmm. and then who follows your brand. A lot of girls I know just follow you, so they're yeah. obviously massive fans. I've seen some people posting the story. Oh my god, <laughs> these new Kakiba shows. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they just love it's them. Like, yeah. I feel like right. I never like used to uh, um like. You don't, I don't really, you don't really notice, well, at least I don't really notice the brand that girls are wearing in the gym, but I've not, I've started seeing like the Kikiva. I've started seeing the yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Oh, it's Yeah, like, um, well, obviously a business owner, I look at what everyone's wearing. It's like my little thing I do. I don't know. I just love to see. And then like when someone is wearing my brand, I'm like, hi, I get all nervous. I'm yeah. like, I don't know what to do. But um, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a very big controversy. Like some brands are like, um, Scrunch is tacky, it blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, it's not because you don't know how to market. Well, I'm I, saw, sorry. I saw an ad for a, a random gym brand yeah. and they were like, not, they were just saying like non-scrunch. 
and I'm, I'm starting to think like, what is this? What is this non-scrunch so and scrunch? But yeah, no people. There's like some people it's hate scrunch. Some people will love it. Thing is, right? You can't look at what you don't like. Oh, I hated scrunch at the beginning. I was like, I'm never doing this. Okay, put a different swing on it. Okay, if I can market this in a non-tacky way, because apparently they're tacky. Why is it tacky? Like, why because do you, why do people think it's tacky? It because shows you're your bum. Your yeah, you're showing oh. your bum more. I mean, have we seen? Gym clothes in, since like in yeah. the last ten years. Come on, I actually <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Come on, I work at a gym and there was two girls I was working with and they said, "Can you give me your feedback on this?" And it was a girl saying, "Ladies, it's time to throw out the revealing shorts, the oh. revealing leggings. Oh Let's um, look at this." And she was wearing a skirt in a gym. <laughs> and I, when I tell you, when I tell you, I said. <laughs> Different. Well, I said, surely when you're going to be doing maybe yeah. adductors or abductors, you're going to be seeing yeah. what's the RDLs or anything. Yeah. And, then, and this was Good a morning. short skirt. And I said, I'm sorry, like whatever you wear in the gym, unless you're wearing full track pants, it's going to be revealing some way, way. some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, that just looked awful. I need to try and, I need to try and find the photo yeah. and I'll send it to you. It was, yeah. I don't know if it's. I definitely think like gym clothes yeah. now are. Like, I mean, most, if, like, gym culture has grown mm. rapidly. Yeah. So, obviously, activewear is part of, yeah. like, that Definitely. gym culture. But also, I think nowadays, like, even as guys, it's like, you get a new gym fit, it's like, you feel like a million bucks. Yeah, motivated. And I think, and girls, it's probably even more because it's like that empowering mm. for women type Definitely. thing. And it's like, mm. if you have a, a new pair of leggings, like, I can imagine, like, you're just like, Mark, yeah, literally, like, you feel so good, good about yourself. We yeah, always 100%. said, look good, feel good. Like, we yeah. get it, I get a haircut, I, yeah. I feel good, I've had sleep, I've, I've eaten well, and then I, yeah. I'm, I like the way I look in mm. terms of the clothes I wear. Yeah, yeah. Your, your, your workout's yeah. actually going to be a lot better, exactly. 100%. I, um, I did a big statistic, I went out and interviewed girls and said, Are you a scrunch or non scrunch girl? and it come back 70% of girls only wear scrunch. 20% only wear non and 10% wear both. And I said, this is such a big market I'm missing here. So, yeah. I mean, like, I was like, I'm going to do it because there's so many girls that love this. Yeah. Even though at the time I didn't like it. It's funny how uh, before before we put the story out and people yeah. said like this scrunch, I didn't even know there was a difference. Thinking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, single That's, That's so funny. <laughs> Are you, I mean, we're learning so much when it yeah. comes to women's clothes because- for men's, it's very basic. I know. It it's, sucks. it's an oversized <laughs> tee. Yeah. It's a compression and tee. And there's not much further out from and that. And just shorts. Yeah. Shorts, stringers, blah, blah, blah. Um, because there is so much, are you going to look to hire someone for like R&D and everything like that? Like research and development into different avenues you can go in? Because like you said, yeah. there is Pilates. There is mm -hmm. this. There is that for women's clothing. Um Honestly, I haven't thought about that, but I am going into like men's next year. And but I want to stay just active wear. I mm. find that a lot of brands these days try and do everything, and it's very confusing for the consumer. So like stay yeah, one hundred percent. It's like why are you coming out with like hundred different things? Like I thought you were an active wear brand, or I yeah. thought you were a dress brand. It's very consuming, um, confusing, and also it's like if you're doing all this stuff, is it even good? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of thing. So I, I do want to stay in the one lane of activewear I do reach out to like hoodies we're very big on our hoodies like they I would say hoodies is almost crazy. part of activewear though like yeah. people wear hoodies to the Pump gym covers and, cover, like yeah. and stuff and like accessories and stuff but yeah I haven't really um, thought about anything expanding as of yet what does the men's side of things look like yeah so it's pretty basic we'll just have um, 
immense over tea, <laughs> tea, and then shorts because I've had to get a designer to come in that I'm not. A, I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I don't know measurements because I'm not a designer. So I've had to. It's pretty basic until we I can actually hire a designer and then come forward with more designs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, because you are the face of your brand, mm-hmm. are there any days, like we look at your Instagram, you post that many stories because that's how you're successful at the end of the day. Are there any days where you're just exhausted and you do not feel like it? Oh, Like yes, posting on Instagram, so doing this, much. doing that. So like all the time, like sometimes just not feeling it and like, yeah, definitely like I have a lot of down days. It's stressful owning a business. Like you just get done with bills and problems like – manufacturing issues you know and like one time i didn't post my story for one day and like people messaged me like are you, you okay, okay? <laughs> i'm like oh my god <laughs> i love you guys <laughs> yeah that's yeah, so you, cool though, that you've yeah. got that community there yeah. though, that really do I'm care like, I'm all good. it's also yeah. like if you go on a holiday you're not really getting paid while well i mean you got the business still running but mm. it's like you're not there so yeah it's like, that's not a paid holiday when you go away or like when you just went to Japan. I was work I worked like every that. day in Japan. Yeah, there you and go. I just wanted to come home to my business. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like no, it was pretty insane actually. Um I was like my, my partner and I were talking about it. I was like laying in bed and there's orders coming through. He's like, "Oh my god, it's so cool. You can just like make money. You're just chilling on the bed right now." <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "Yeah." I was like, "But I was, I'm working. I was work I worked like 4 or 5 hours every day still." You almost yeah. just never stop working too cuz even oh. when you like you probably you're probably going to sleep and it's like you're just last, like anxiety and like oh, First thing work. I think about is Kakiva and last thing I think about is Kakiva. There's not yeah. an hour that goes day in the bar that you don't think about your business. But honestly, I wouldn't change it for the world. People are like, how can you deal with that? Well, it's like... It's your baby. Yeah, my business, I don't just go to work and come from work. My work is my life. Mm. Like, this my, I don't know yeah. how to explain it. And it's you love really it. Yeah. It's like, it's like if you love doing something, it doesn't feel like Like work. I'm driving in the car and I'm calling my dad every two minutes. Dad, look this genius idea. He's like, yeah. Like, it's just all <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like I just want nah, to think about, sure. yeah. How do you manage that work-life balance though? <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just work. It's grind so, 100% work. <laughs> My mentor, so he owns a couple multi-million dollar business and he's like, oh, you work a lot. I'm like, yeah, everyone says I work a lot, but like I don't as such burn out. Like I crave a holiday or I crave going for dinner with my boyfriend, but you know, like those things. But he goes, yeah, don't worry about what people say about that because um, Kikiba brings me joy. It brings me fulfillment. The more I do it, the more I feel fulfilled. Whereas if I was going to a nine to five, Oh, yeah, I would get so burnt out. But when I go to my work, I feel great. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Your work yeah. isn't your work. That's the that's thing. That's the thing. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. I'm like, sorry, I'm, I'm working. And like, I work every weekend. I go out and I go to the shopping centers. I put up posters. I'm going to gyms. I'm interviewing yeah. girls. I love it. Yeah, like, you're having fun. It's like Yeah. So, like, I don't burn out, but I do go through creative slumps. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you'd, everyone would have, part, like, times where you just kind of like, I just want to watch Netflix all day. Like, oh, yeah. Everyone has days where you just like, I can't be Definitely. Asked. So. Like, I look forward to going in, um, in bed at the end of the night, having a shower and going to bed, you know? Like, I, I'm not like... The everything crazy. shower. The skincare routine. Yeah, the night, you know? <laughs> the night routine. Literally. So, yeah, that's kind of... Who are those key people that you look to really just lean on in those tough times? Uh, my dad, he, like, knows the ins and outs of my business. Um, I just had to pay for this marketing... Um, employee and it was 
quite a lot of money and I'm like dad I'm scared you know like what do I do he goes okay let's not think about what you can lose let's think about what you can build here you know yeah. businesses is risk and when I feel uncomfortable I know I'm growing have your parents come from Damn, like deep. a from a mm. business that's no. the thing so but they're so good at relating to you and they know who you are as a person mm. so they don't have to be there for that work aspect they can yeah. be there for just they know what works for you as a person yeah to make you calm down yeah. and make you stop stressing dad knows nothing about business and so does my mom my mom yeah. I, I can't remember she yeah hasn't worked in a very long time but that's because of other things but no definitely not he's like yeah i don't even know what that means but i just like i like to talk about something mm. i think a lot of the time it's just getting what's in your brain yeah like, once you speak about it like i mean at least for myself if i talk about something like nine times out of ten yeah. i don't even really need advice because mm. like, i just need to like speak heard. so my brain can make sense of what i what mm. i'm actually saying kind of thing a lot of the times i actually just keep it to myself because i fu- i don't have any friend that has a business i don't it's very lonely like i'm not gonna lie like i work all day at my computer i'm at home all day like you know like it is very lonely i don't have that business type of community as of yet like i don't know i don't have any friends that own a business i don't really know anyone my age that's kind of doing anything similar to that so it Mm. can get really lonely in that sense yeah like i don't really like if i've got a really big issue with a manufacturer no one's going to understand i get really like yeah so so do you have like a set workspace outside of home so no i work from home and i've got every uh, home and a storage unit but i am and will be buying a warehouse very soon i've just been looking for the correct one and i just got approved from my um financial you got to get approved for everything i can't just go and buy a nice car or a nice i've got to get approved um, it's just finding the right space and it's something that is so expensive. I don't want to jump into it at the moment. Yeah, I feel like once you do that, you're going to feel so much better. I agree. Like I'll go to work. To differentiate the two places. Yeah. Work isn't home. Yeah, that'll home yeah. isn't work. Yeah, your work-life balance will Just change. go Because so like, when you're yeah. at home, it's like you're if you're sitting in your room and like you're like, oh, I could just go pack orders like right now. And oh, I do. So then you'll just go pack, start packing orders and yeah. it's like you probably shouldn't pack orders. Like After dinner, I go into my office. Yeah, like yeah. it's so. Yeah, you I feel like was, you never can relax. Yeah, if it's definitely. all at your house. So I'm very excited for the whole warehouse journey. Um, it's just really hard finding one because if you lease, you can't change it, mm. and you want to like. Yeah, what are they? What are they trying to sting your lease for? Ye- like how many years? Five years. Is that like minimums you found? Basically five years. Um, oh, wow. So if I sign a lease for five years, usually, usually pay the first. I would say, oh, well, I personally would pay a couple of years up front. What happens if my business goes bankrupt? You know what yeah. I mean? Like or you, even it could go the other way too. Exactly. Like how big's the warehouse? 200 square metres. Is, so is that big? I, I feel like that's it's big. It's pretty I'm, I'm, normal. It's pretty normal size. It's not like a huge business, but it's not small business. It's a moderate. Yeah. But you can grow upwards because it's quite high. Okay, that's good then. But with warehouses, if you're on a lease, say if I want to um, make it all to... Our, my branding when I give it back I'll have to completely strip the whole thing which will cost me like 100 grand mm. when I get back yep. why I do that why I should buy one and then I can just do it myself and I own yeah, land yeah yeah can you buy is there like can you, is there actually warehouses you can buy so you can buy land just build a shed but yeah, you can okay, buy warehouses yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Really I feel like land would be expensive though. Not not out in like Wangara and where oh, they yeah, where true. they all are. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't buy like Osmond Park you yeah, millions. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> all the way out there, no, not too bad. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. No, that's good. Have yeah. you ever thought about going into retail stores as well, like with your products? Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, my demand's so high online. Like, I have thousands of girls waiting on that online site. That That is what, like, grows my business so much. And I think that – and I've – it's controversial, but I think if I was to open a store, that demand is no longer there. You can roll into that store whenever you want, yeah. any time of the day. I, I tend to agree. I've like, yeah. like I study business right now, mm-hmm. and like I did a case study. I think retail stores are are dying. They are. They like, are. think you remember Dick Smith? Like yeah. Gone. 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 Like yeah. all. Like all of the, all the big like retail stores. Mm-hmm. They're all starting to shut up because it's like, people can just online. buy online and it. And it's as a consumer, it's like, why even bother going mm-hmm. somewhere when you can just buy it online? Exactly. I feel like you potentially lose that. Say, if, I think it's different. If your clothing was in a rebel sport, mm-hmm. I think you completely lose the relationship between you and your customer because mm-hmm. like, yeah. there's everything else is in that store. Mm-hmm. But if you had a Kakiva mm-hmm. store and like you have trusted people there who are aligned mm-hmm. in how they operate as a as an actual human being mm-hmm. and they're able to connect with customers like you do, mm-hmm. I feel like you wouldn't lose that relationship. Mm-hmm. But it would be so tough for yourself, for example, when yeah, be you're, you're so... Ha- yeah, mm-hmm. Like course. retail store, to, to rent a retail store in like a carousel is ridiculous. But even like we know some people who like some um, like privacy clothes. They're like yeah, a men's um, yeah. uh, streetwear brand. They've got like a really small store in the city. And then you've got, what's the Street X as well? Yeah, it's still so small. So like with how much clothing you're going through, you can yeah. fit stuff all in there. Literally. Yeah. And overhead costs. So you're thinking strata fees, rent, mm. um, insurance. You can't open a store without insurance. You've got employee, employee insurance. So many over, it's just not worth it. Not when, not head. with, not when e-commerce is like so, so per- I feel like owning a, or having a retail store is almost a point where you're like, the business is so set up. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a thing you want to have. Yeah. Where you like can I just go visit a cool store. Like, yeah, we do pop-ups. Yeah. And like we just – I just don't feel the need that a retail – I just don't think it would suit my business in this time being maybe in 10 years it might. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's like yeah. one – like even Gymshark, they, well, they probably have – I mean, they don't have any stores here. They've got stores in the UK, in Europe and yeah. stuff like that because yeah. that's where obviously But, but also yeah, like they, they popped them up super late. Yeah. yeah, like it's yeah. kind of like one of those things where you're just like, oh, yeah, you know, there's we got millions of dollars. Let's just have a have a store. store yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, yeah, that would be a good problem to have. It's good, yeah. good, good brand awareness. I don't yeah. know. Oh, that's Kakiva. Like, there you yeah, go. that'd be pretty sick though. If Definitely. I ever see a Kakiva store in a carousel, I'll, I'll be walking <laughs> yeah. yeah, are you um because you are growing so organically and so quickly? Is it hard to know where you want to grow next? Like mm-hmm. this, because there's so many different facets of the business. Whether it's Hiring another employee, adding a retail store, bringing in a new line. How do you make those decisions of where to grow and when? So I have a lot of goals and I have um, like financial goals of what we hit monthly. I, I know I want to buy a warehouse by a certain date. I'll know when I need to buy, employ someone new. Yeah. Um, and then once we get a warehouse, it's like, okay, if we're doing, let's just say, example, $300,000 a month. Okay, let's scale to now doing $700,000. Um, let us scale to doing four pop-ups. Okay, let's now reach over east. We covered over east. Now we're going international. There's so much more. Like, we're just doing one step at a time. It's definitely a warehouse, designer, and then and then scaling up in your business. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where it goes. I'm pretty, I pretty know what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah employ my fully employ my dad and more my mum now but 
have a lot of my family, I think, would yeah. be involved. Yeah. That's what is your mum's role in the business? Yeah, sorry. It's a funny one. So my mum, for six years ago, um, got diagnosed with de- uh, behavioural dementia and then that came off with anxiety and depression. So she's had a really hard six years of her life. And only recently she's like kind of turned her life around. Now that I've gone full-time, I can spend more time with her. Mm. She doesn't actually do like much on Kikiva because she can't yeah. but she like cooks and cleans for me like I wouldn't hire someone for that yeah. it's just because my mum and she'll pack orders and then she basically runs anything that I need done so if mum can you go office works and grab this mum can you do this like it's not like it's not like it's almost like a bit of like a PA style yeah. like role but obviously it's like your mum yeah so. and like I wouldn't hire someone else if that wasn't my Yeah, mom. if it wasn't you, yeah, you're yeah. pretty much Does doing it like, like out of love for your mum. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to and she loves it. And like, mm. yeah, she's just like does everything for me really in terms of that she'll do that now when i get employed she'll do all my bookkeeping so i'll show her how to do all that and then i want to get to um calling customer service so that is where like that's like in a year's time when we have like a lot of you know um things like that she can do like all the phone calls and stuff yeah so it's just like growing and showing her little bits involved credit to you and it just shows who you are as a person because especially coming from that big of a family where you may not have like received that attention i'm not going to speak for you but like didn't have that really close family bond growing up like you mentioned um to give to still want to give back to your family i feel like it's just a credit to you so it's really really good to see your mum but like also i retire i feel like when your parents retire, I almost feel like it's it's not as good because they don't have things to do every day. Mm. You're giving her but you're almost like giving your yeah. mum like purpose and like it's not like a real hectic full on job. I mean, it's maybe just, it is. But yeah. Based off what you're saying, I presume it's, it's pretty. It's chill. It's pretty, she likes it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She helps me with all my TikToks, yeah. my <laughs> and cleans my room every day. Like it's the best. I don't cook anymore. Yeah. Well, the cooking thing is elite. It's oh. so yeah, um, and like my partner Jake, he loves it. He goes. She's better cooker than you. And I'm like, yeah, mum, you're staying. And like, in the, even in the future, like if I was, you know, I'm not saying I'm going to have kids anytime soon, but like my mum would be such a good carer for my children in the future. Like we want her probably to move in with us. She's mm. just so good. And it, and it honestly warms my heart. Like uh, there was times where I thought I was going to lose my mum and now to have her to work for me happy is honestly the best feeling in the yeah, world. Yeah, it's probably worth like every cent. Every cent. <laughs> My goal in my life is to retire both of my parents. Like that's just like yeah, my end goal. So that's like everyone's. But yeah. I think you're, you're on track. I think to do it more than a lot of other people. Yeah. With uh, just with the growth thing you, were, you yeah that Dill mentioned. Um, do you find like order like the amount to order, so oh. like units because you're growing so fast mm. and it's like, say that's you order issue. a thousand leggings and then it sells out, but then there's like five thousand people who want them and you're like. It's so hard. Like, that's that's probably the biggest thing that has held me back from growing even more is the my stock because yeah. of self doubt. Imagine spending fifty grand on bloody shorts and then not selling <laughs> out. and then not selling yeah, out. Yeah. Okay, imagine. Imagine if that got lost at sea. You we, know? We, we did. We sold like two hundred hoodies just for the podcast, and that was stressful. It was terrifying because we didn't That's know. Because we, yeah. we we spent like five grand each. I remember I told my mum, and she was like. Are you serious? Yeah, it's scary. And I was, was like, I was like, was it's nothing. fine. Like, I've got faith. I've got yeah. faith. <laughs> and you, and like, other, and then there's a little voice saying, oh, yeah. mate, you yeah, wish, yeah, you know? Literally. 
And like, if I was to do it again, I would just buy so much more stock, yeah. like so much. But I didn't have the money at it's the time. It's also the capital too. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, if you put a fifty thousand dollars purchase order, it's like, well, you don't probably didn't have fifty grand. Yeah. Exactly. When you first put the orders in. Exactly. You got to build. Remember, I started my business. So I started it with ten thousand dollars, and I spent all that on stock. Like I haven't, I wasn't given a platform. I haven't been mm. given, like, you know what I mean, like. And then once I sorted that, I then spent that money to buy more stock. And then once, you know what I mean, so it keeps on going like it's that. It's definitely not as easy like when people say because you would have people probably think it's easy and to, a lot to of run a people business assume that i've been given the money or i've been given yeah, it yeah. like Worked i'm your like, ass off for it. I'm like what do you mean yeah. i was like yeah i don't know anything oh, a lot of people just assume that or like oh people oh. love to assume because they couldn't picture themselves putting in the work yeah, to get like, it done themselves it's also like if you look at your like like an instagram because it's like a highlight reel people be like mm. grew up rich yeah Oh, I get it all the time. Like, definitely so rich. I'm like, mate, um, <laughs> I paid for my own school fees. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like I moved out at 15. Like, actually, I am rich in terms of I had a roof over my head. Like, I think that is rich. Mm. And I think I had food on the table. So, like, that is already so privileged. Yeah, you didn't have to worry about basic needs. Yeah. Which is, have a, yeah. People take for granted that. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, you didn't have any better circumstances than no. 90. Five like percent of the rest of the population. I couldn't go and get like a mini ten k loan from my parents or anything that like I had to like work mm. for it. But I think honestly, if I didn't have that drive and that passion, my business wouldn't be here. Yeah, I think that's so mm. important. Yeah. Are you um Are you looking at doing any sponsored athletes anytime soon? Oh yeah, so we've got a couple of or not athletes influencers. Mm. Yeah. In mind, but you have to pay them like a salary. Yeah. Um, and in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm growing as it is. Um, I want to expand my team before I expand to an influencer. And that comes under marketing. So when yep. my marketing budget grows, that's when I can get ambassadors on. But you have to be so specific of who you get on. Like it's yeah. – I'm watching a couple girls right now. There's got three in my head and I'm just watching them kind of closely, like what they're, what they're wearing and what they're saying, you know. And people could have 100K, but they have 1% engagement. Yeah. Well, yeah, I well that's that's what's so hard mm. with um, social media now is people have bought like so many followers. people buy followers, and then also it's like with the bought followers, you've also got people who um, like you can hide likes, so you mm, can't even like yeah. you can't just click on their profile. You can give a little scroll, but mm-hmm. it's like you don't know what their engagements like because mm-hmm. Instagram hides it now. Yeah. And then it, yeah, it's, it is pretty hard to work out who's actually got like authentic, authentic people who mm-hmm. support them, or it's just. Oh, they paid 10,000 followers and yep. they get 55 likes. Or they post a bum photo <coughs> and then it spikes to get 50K mm, followers. But these are, these are like, you know, not really people in terms of like supporters. They're probably just dudes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, buy it. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's well, really- when I was doing research f- for this, um, I watched the podcast. Do you know Christian Guzman? Not he really is like the owner and CEO of Alphalete, which is a massive mm. brand. It's like it's worldwide, yeah. it's massive. It's like a Gymshark. Um, but he got asked about sponsored athletes and whatnot, and he said one of his biggest ambassadors, creators, influencers had 14k when mm. they um, when he signed them, which wow. is crazy in the grand scheme of things of like where um, the brand is as itself. Yeah. Like you see some of the other athletes they have like hundreds of K, like a million, blah, blah, blah. But this person had 14K, but they had such a strong, like core supporter yeah. base. And he just loved full, like what they stood for as mm-hmm. a person, how they acted. Um, yeah. Cause so many people, there's so many influencers out there who post the same shit. 
know, they post that's... the exact same like motivational videos and it's just mm. like they're all copying one another mm. you really need to stand out to be caught by a brand especially someone exactly. like you who is genuine and has that story behind mm-hmm. themselves and the company and you have to align sorry, you go. yeah this person will also then become the face of my exactly. there's going to be a point where i'm not going to be on social media anymore that my goal is to i don't need to even be in the office and my business will run would that, you do you like the the like fame i guess that comes because because uh, it's you got it is like a decision you got to make because it's like do you want to be able to do you want to become like a someone with a million followers and it's like everywhere you go is mm. photos and pictures or do you want to just be like a rich business person? I kind of like want my business to be famous and I want to be behind my business. I don't care about the followers on my personal page. Yeah. I find that I've grown even more since I don't even care. Like I just post whatever it's, now. It's authentic. It's, it's like, like, I'm like, hey guys, what's up? You know, but before I was like, I'm so care about the numbers. Now I'm just like, I don't, if my business doing, I'm G. You know, yeah, like that's 100%. how I'm like, and like I, it's co- it's already come with that. Like I'll go to the shops and I see like ten or oh, five girls wearing kikiba, and they'll come up to me. Like it's kind of, but I think there'll be a stage <laughs> in my life, I reckon, where I'll be like, I'll have social media girls, and then I can take a step back. But then I'll, I'll always, be, I don't know. You seem like a really. I feel like you like yeah the. Uh, well, it's hard. Like you're from your page. It's like you you're. In content and like, yes, doing, I, def- I think you enjoy that. Like from what I've seen, yes, I do. So, like I love showing my life, and I don't think I ever will uh, stop. Like I just love it. Like which I, I think that I think you will grow naturally. Yeah. So like I don't know. I feel like you might. I mean, maybe it'll be a decision when you're like thirty. You're like, oh, yeah. No, I, I don't, don't think it will like. be a decision. I don't think it really will be. Yeah. I think it's going to happen naturally. Like, I feel yeah. like that's what I feel like Ben Francis. I think the natural. Yeah, he's the CEO of Gymshark, and he's like obviously. All the athletes do that type mm-hmm. of stuff, the marketing, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But he really likes to speak about the business side of things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you've got that same yeah. mindset, same. Mm. You love learning. I mean, because mm-hmm. you, you've taught yourself mm-hmm. how everything works. And I feel like as you get older and as you start to mature more with your business, you would want to like take a different direction yeah. with your content. Yeah. So I want to build up my own personal brand, but a, a with Kakiva. Yeah. So like I'm known, I'm not known for... Um, other brand deals I don't yeah. I get, brands reach out to me but I don't I'm not interested mm. I don't do my Instagram for that I don't yeah. do it for influencing yeah, I yeah. do it um, as a market not marketing you're just documenting Kikiva my, which my at, life which yeah grows it. Like, which grows it it's authentic and people see Kikiva I go to the gym and they this girl is wearing my brand and she's looking at I was like I like your shorts and she didn't even know who I was yeah, like yeah. It, you know, like That's probably in a way, it's like a cool feeling. Yeah, exactly. She's like, "I oh, like yours too." I'm like, "Yeah, I just had a conversation. Like, I didn't even know." <laughs> yeah. the brand. I was like, "Pretty cool brand," you know. <laughs> like, so like, I want to just go like that. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just think naturally, I think you'll yeah. probably just you might find that you'll just gain followers just mm. because like as the brand grows, you'll grow. I think yeah. they like instantly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. In a uh, in a perfect world, mm-hmm. according to you, what does Kakiva look like in five years' time? <sighs> So I'll have the most aesthetically pleasing warehouse. <laughs> so it's gonna have I already know. So it's gonna have massive black big panel windows. Yeah. Big kakiva. Do you have like a, a sorry to interrupt? Yeah. Do you have like a a color like uh, like black a and white. black and white is is your color? Is our signature yeah. logo in color? Yeah. So it'll be black with the white logo, and then our logos at the K. They'll mm-hmm. be in three D right up the top there. Love it. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. it. Um, yeah. Pull up in my dream car, chill out, go into office. What's the dream car? Yeah. 
You can say it. Yeah, uh, of course. Well, yeah. I'm it's a dream. Is it, is it white and black oh. as well? No, it's, well, it's white. I'm, I'm, I have a meeting in next week. I'm getting a Model Y Tesla. Wait, Ooh. Model X. Elite. Like, the, you save like, six, like I think it's like $370 a month on Teslas. Highly yeah, recommend. Right. And the government gives you a grant. Really? Really? Yeah, 10 grand. Because Damn. You, you are supporting sustainability. Climate change, yeah. Yeah. Damn. So go get Tesla, guys. And actually, I'd love to go get Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in that way. Honestly, I couldn't afford it if it, it's going to be a business car. No, that's sick. Yeah. No, that's for really sure. Sick. But what else does it keep you in like five years time? Exactly. Yeah, so go in there. I'll have all my offices so down the line. So it'll be like my marketing team, social girls, designing thing. I'm just like the overlooker. I don't really – I'm just chilling. Like, Do you yeah. always want to be Perth-based? Yes. Yeah. I don't – I thrive in Perth and I think people really connect to that. They want to support Perth. Mm. And I think if I was to ever go to Melbourne, there's established brands there. There's not, I wouldn't say it's an established brand here. They yeah. all leave. They all they go to Gold leave, Coast. Right? Imagine <laughs> if you become the biggest established brand in Perth. Like That is my goal. Like everyone's wearing this brand. It's known everywhere you go, yeah. you know, and we're, we're on the track to that with a lot of work. Yeah. Anyways, a whole team, um, I want to have like a whole warehouse. I want to be doing regular pop-ups. And it's really like I'm so community-based. Like I'm always interacting with my customers, yeah. constantly interacting. Yeah, that's where I see it. And in five years' time, what does life look like in an ideal world for you as a person? Um, so I want to be living um, in a house that I've bought, ideally either renovated or whatever, but um, build one with my p- current partner. We've been together for five years. So we've been together for... F- 10 years by Great then. Effort. So you met Great him effort. 16. Yeah, I met him three months into. Is he an Esperance boy or no? No. Perth boy. So Jake had played a very big part into my life. So I met him three months into living alone in Perth and he was like, this girl's a bit crazy. <laughs> like who? And like he played a very big, he gave me that family life that I couldn't have because of living away from home. Mm. Yeah, 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 and he's helped me so much. Like... Yeah, like he's insane, really. Big ups, Jakey. Yes, yes, yes Jake. he's good. Big ups, Jake. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to put a pro- ring on it soon, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, five years. <laughs> I said, it is. No, but it's interesting because we talked about it just quickly. <laughs> so we met when we were 16, right? It's a quite young age. I don't know anyone that's Very been in a relationship young. for that long. And w- I think And that still going strong. Still going strong. Like we um, have our own, we've got shared bank accounts in terms of the house deposit. Like we see our lives together, right? Yeah. Um, if we were to get engaged, because it's definitely something on the topic because we've been together for five years, it's like we're actually 27 because mm. the general person would get in a relationship mm. around 23, 20, you know, around yeah. then. So early be, 20s. Yeah. So like, because everyone's like, oh, my God, are you thinking about that? It was like, well, we're basically 27. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or 25 yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I also think like people put too much pressure on, like, yeah. oh, you have to get engaged. It's like, why? Exactly. If we want to, we will. If we don't, we don't. I'm like, the same. It's like you're, you're like when we found out you were 21, I was shook. Really? Mm. Uh, everyone actually is like, they're like, really? I'm well, like, yeah. I mean, it's just like you're so successful for 21, and Very also mature. like you oh, switched thanks. on. But also, I feel like you were probably I had to be. You had to mature, yeah. yeah. Just because moving out, but also like if you've been in a relationship since 16, it's probably mature because yeah. most relationships don't, don't last like yes. after that. Exactly. That's so. yeah. So I think I was just lucky enough to find the person I'm supposed to be with, and like I always say, like I was blessed because 
I don't know, there's been times where I was like stuck at work and he would come drive 40 minutes to come pick me up. I didn't have a license at 16. He taught me how to drive. He moved all my houses. He's been there me. from day one. Day He's one. He's a real one. Whole business girl. He was watching and like, it's, and like, he will be working for me one day. He knows. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, you want to come in? He's like, I couldn't think of anything worse, but he will. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah. that's sweet. What does he do? Um, he works on submarines. He was, has oh, his dream really? job. So he, wow. we're very, we don't really talk, I don't really talk about Kakiba with him. Yeah. It's really weird in that sense, but but we just come together and today and we just, just talk about life. Company. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, he does um, metal fabricating on the name submarines. True. Yeah. So he's working on all his goals. I think that's so good that we have our own separate careers and then mm. we come together and yeah. Yeah, I reckon you, like it almost could be if he was working for you, it's like you kind of just get sick of each other. Oh, so at yeah. The end of the day, you're just like, ugh. And sometimes, like, I'll get him to do little things. Like, he actually packed all my orders for the first year. And, oh, mate, some of the worst parts come out of that. Because I'm like, why are you stuffing that out? Why are you doing that? Yeah. He's like, yeah, well, you want me to do this? And I'm yeah. like, oh. You're a bit <laughs> you of know? a perfectionist, you reckon? Oh, like, or when I, it comes to your business, yeah, I think everyone is, yeah. My poor PA. Just ask her about if I'm perfectionist. <laughs> Mate. We, should, we should give her a call. Just be like off the record. Like. Yeah, you yeah. can if you want. She's yeah. working right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she would know. I feel bad for her sometimes. No, she's right. I'm just very like this is how I have it, and I I don't settle for less. CEO <laughs> CEO shit. Yeah, yeah. But you'll find those people like yeah. who are ex- exactly the same in that fact that yeah. want the best for the business. I feel like you kind of have to be if you're a if you're if you're a CEO. Oh, yeah. It's like you can't really. I'm do also it. very reasonable. I've just had I, I've had shit bosses in my life. Just like, like, like I swear I'm reasonable. Like we didn't like, say you yeah, were. No. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm alright. I'm just very. Sh- I wouldn't say I'm strict. I'm just like um, I like things done in a specific way. Yeah, it is. It is a job at the end of the day, though. Yeah. Like she's working for you. Mm. Like so. You your boss telling you what to do. It makes sense. I yeah. think. <laughs> I think with every small business as well, every owner finds it so hard to. Give away a bit of the control. Oh, it's to been take the biggest their, struggle for me. Off. Yeah, yeah, like because you've done things how you like it. Like mm-hmm. you said, you designed everything how you wanted it at the start, mm-hmm. and it, you're only going to delegate more as exactly. the business grows. And I suppose you just learn how to deal yeah. with that. Yeah, as you as letting you both someone um, now that I have a marketing giving that responsibility, it's like oh. Like, oh, like, you know, like, it's kind of yeah. like, shit, like, you know, I gotta, when it goes like, well, go. it's weight off your shoulders. Exactly. Like, yeah. When, when you see it's going well, like, you're like, I gave this away, like, all this part. It's going to be fine. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Well, like, Alexa, she's doing the whole thing. She ran Kikiba the entire time I was in Japan. Like, I had. Wait, is it, sorry, is your assistant's name Alexa? Yes. Yeah. Like, the. Siri. The, surely you play. Alexa. Surely, you, you, surely you do that all the time. I don't. She hey, doesn't Alexa. like it. So I, so I don't do it. I would poor, be doing that all thing. day. I think she's got it her whole life. So I'm like, <laughs> I've never said it. But no, she's amazing. Yeah. No, that's good. Is she a friend or just? No, I just interviewed her one day and I um, I really liked her and she studying marketing business and I said, okay, well, you can get experience from my business and she just is like the general, she just knows, she's the only person that would know how to run Kikiba. What was that like, mm. the interviewing process? Obviously you were uh, like, did you interview a few people or was it no, just her? No, it was the only one. I didn't have time. At, yeah. the t- at the time, I did not have time and I was like, yep, you're great, cool, let's go. It was my business was going from zero to a hundred. Like we went from getting a hundred orders a month to three hundred a day, oh, and damn. I was working full time. Yeah, right. And I was like, 
come here right now. Yeah. Let's go. And yeah. now I'm I'm will get a HR manager that will come me free, freelance and sit and help me interview people. Yeah. Like it's all mm. learning process. Like I wouldn't do that again. But lucky she's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. Do you think it feels easier now running the business than like say 2021? Oh yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. Just everything felt would have felt frantic almost. Like but. I'm fully, I know everything ins and outs of my accounting. I know fully ins and outs of my manufacturing. I know time. you're a businesswoman now. Yeah, like I, mm. I, like I'm so confident in myself. I know how to scale my business now. I know how to market. Yeah, people copy me every freaking day. My marketing and it frustrates me. Go get your own ideas. That's why my business has done the way is because we sit there and we brainstorm. It's a yep. compliment, though. Yeah, it, it is. If they're copying you, you're doing something right. So. It's annoying, though. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a compliment. Drew, as you yeah. said, it, imitation isn't flattery. It's just annoying me, bro. Yeah. It's just annoying. Loves, I do love my lyrics. It's true, though, yeah. bro. It's true. If it you don't listen to true. anyone, listen to Drizzy. Yeah. <laughs> listen to Drizzy. I agree, but uh, nothing you can do. Have you seen any, like, relationships change as oh. you've started to become successful? That Whether, is. like, friendships. Friends take advantage. Family. Give me clothes. Anything like that. Has anything? Has anyone changed? Oh, yeah. You don't have name specifics, obviously, but, like... Yeah. Are we disappointed in those people? Yeah, I sh- I told a few people how much money I was making, and I shouldn't have told those people. And they, like, we got for lunch. Oh, Kia will pay for it. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, and That'd then I tough. get asked for a lot of loans, or I have like, oh, you have a spare ten k, yeah. or I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm not like, I don't, I pay not myself bare minimum. Yeah. I, Kikiva, that's not my money. My, I'm a trustee of Kakiva. I don't think people understand. When I pay myself, I have to go through a payroll. Yeah, you're paying yeah. a salary, right? A salary. Like, yeah. I pay myself the bare minimum because I don't want to take away from my business until I will know when the right time, until I can pay myself as much money as I, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I think like a lot of people don't really understand the intri- like the details yeah. and the, like when you go into a business, there's so much that goes on. It's not as simple as like, oh, made we made 300 dollars, grand yeah. and it's like, like I'm, I've made all that's grand. in it's the like, account. No, yeah. Yeah. Like I pay myself forty five grand a year, or yeah. fi- whatever it is, and it's like say if we've made a revenue of one million, right? I don't have a million dollars in my bank account. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a revenue of one. I've got lawyer fees, accountant yeah, fees. I have branding worldwide tax fees, GST, everything. I'm paying th- two, three employees. Paying myself, I'm pay- you know? It's almost like... It's, it's so much that comes into it. It's where you came from too. When someone asks you for 10 grand, it's almost... It's not even in your best interest. I know, I'm just like... Oh. It's like I had to work, bus my ass at yeah. four yeah. months to save up 10 grand. And I'm a like very just- generous person though. I and that's think probably why I take advantage. speak to anyone, anyone would say, yeah, like... I just love loving people. Like my mum, I really went all out today for her birthday. But I don't She's know. She's your mum. She deserves yeah, your support. Though. Yeah. But I've definitely had, I've definitely stopped friendships over it. And I've definitely, I have, I would say three friends. They do say when you uh, so get, get successful, smaller. your circle Not, gets way yeah. smaller. I have one best friend. For the right reasons though. Yeah. yeah. Sinead that I met through Kakiva. Like we're literally the same person. And then I've got other really good Was friends. Was that the one you went to Japan with? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, and then like I really I just I call three people. <laughs> well, it's yeah. it's it, we yeah. we always speak about it like our circle is getting smaller and smaller, smaller. every year. Yeah. But it's not even like it doesn't even have to be like um, you don't even have to break friendships up in a, in a harmful mm. manner. Mm. You just sort of distance yourself you and drift. you just grow apart. Yeah, and like, it's not like I don't dislike you. It's mm-hmm. just we don't align, align yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. You're living a completely different life to me, and good for you. 
Like it's if you enjoy that, yeah, good for you. I but like I just can't yeah. relate to you whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it can be tough for the other person to because mm. they don't think that way. Yeah, they're not thinking that way. They're thinking like, why can't we still be friends? Like, but yeah, it's not like that anymore. If you think about your whole life, you go through best friends. Like my mm. best friend now was not the best friend I had in year one. My best friend in year, you know yeah, what I mean. Me. People come into your life for a reason, I think, and then they'll leave. Not yep. everyone's supposed to stay. Yeah. And I think people come into your life for a reason. And I think your best friends are the time of the, your life. Like, I hope that Shanae and I be best friends. I think we will. I think she come into a point of my life when she was supposed... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's come less in change in, now. So, yeah. like, if you meet someone... Yes, I agree. Yeah. Like, say you met her last year. It's like, you're not going to change as much say from year one to now it's so a lot crazy change yeah. Puberty, Puberty, yeah. this, um, and like your morals and things but mm-hmm. from the ages of say like 18 to 25 probably is when like your most moral like, mm-hmm. after 25 like, you don't change much mm-hmm. like your morals you're are the same you're pretty you don't change you know what lot. you believe in yeah so it's like you're not going to alter how you what your beliefs are that mm-hmm. much now so you would probably align with her beliefs exactly. so i think that's why like friendships yeah. When you meet them older, it probably lasts a bit longer. I agree. I think less friends is better, and then pour into those friendships. Mm. Yeah, mm. and you, but and that friend group will grow because, like, um, your Shanae was it? Yeah, yeah. If she gets a, a partner, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like there's another friend. Spirals. Um, mm-hmm. and then you end up meeting people that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's been it's been a journey, but yeah, I'm very content with my circle. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a beautiful way to end it, Ev, to be honest. Yeah, I've loved this episode. It's Thank you same. so much for coming. I le- I've learned so much. So have I. Well. Same. Yeah. I've um, really enjoyed it. I yeah, hope you guys good. enjoy it as well. Listening. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people would be very cute. Oh, we, we could ask like for a, what would what advice would you give to people who want to start? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, don't start a business to make money um, because I guarantee you probably won't until five years. Um, if you don't have a passion, you're not solving an problem i'll say rethink (laughs) because um there's multiple times where i could just throw and kick ever in and take in the money and be like that's it i'm done if i didn't have that passion i wouldn't be here um work hard like don't get other people to do your hard work for you work so hard like nothing comes from easy work and chilling on the couch so i think that's get an accountant and start as a company yeah. And make sure you pay taxes. And make sure you, you get pay taxes. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you pay taxes. Yeah. Kia Buckley on Instagram. Kikiva everywhere else. Is it Kikiva Collection? It's Kikiva Collection, but we're we're slowly dropping the collection, so it's just yeah. Kikiva. But it's Kikiva Collection. Do yeah. you have any new products coming out? Or? Yeah, we do. Um, in a couple of weeks, we have our Impact Scrunch Collection to all the girlies that love scrunch. We know what that is now. Yeah. Custom. Make my ass look good. Custom colors. Will it make my ass yeah. look better? Uh, yeah. No, it would actually. <laughs> Imagine we pulled up, bro. Oh, yeah, that'd actually be good marketing. Yeah, it would be. be like every... know, but I'll, I'll I think I'm getting this, kicked out of the gym straight away. I was literally going to say to you, like, you should bring leggings. And Imagine we were just wearing them. Do you know the what? Everything is that. I always, like, try and think of a marketing thing. Like, imagine you just rolling in here with the leggings and I yeah. do a funny TikTok. It'd yeah. be good. <laughs> it would go viral. But, yes, yeah, I was going to suggest you should get, like, guys to wear them and just yeah. be like... This is feeling Just good, like a mimic of our ones we do. Yeah. Yeah. Love I that. agree. Love that. So, Kikiva collection everywhere. Key yep. Buckley, is there anything else you want to shout out to the people listening? Um, thanks for listening, guys. And yeah, thanks for coming on this journey. Yeah, it's been great. I will Love definitely listening. be following along. Oh, 
100 percent i love what you're doing love what you stand I'm for i'm gonna compare scrunch bro. i'm gonna compare scrunch <laughs> if we ever get loved up i think i'll get my girlfriend <laughs> a uh, pair of scrunch yeah, yeah if, something. if is a big question if yeah <laughs> when the day comes anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening Thank rate us five listening. stars and um yeah go follow kia on instagram Maybe. thanks guys see ya amazing oh my god guys that Thank was you so, so much good. for that yeah, yeah.